This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. I'd like to touch on the very beginning of Parashat Kedoshim. Parashat Kedoshim, in the beginning, summarizes something that needed to be said in order to elevate the whole entire Torah. In Parashat Kedoshim, there are some mitzvot, a mitzvot that one needs to do just like on other mitzvot of the Torah. But in the beginning, Akadosh Baruch Hu puts out something that changed. It, it, it's called a game changer. It's something that gives a different outlook on the entire Torah. Not just 613 mitzvot, but there's something here that elevates everything to a totally different degree, somewhere totally different. And it's interesting that it's not necessarily a mitzvah that comes to uh, the the because we did take a look at the mitzvot of the Rambam, where he counts the 613 mitzvot, he does not count that mitzvah called Kedoshim to you. Why not? Because we'll explain now that this mitzvah is not something particular that you can pinpoint and say that's what it means. Rather, it's something that's more clearly, which means it goes and, and, and puts light on the entire Tanakh, on the entire Torah, on the entire mitzvot of the Torah. Let's start and see how this works. So in the very beginning, you'll see that the Torah says, Kedoshim to you. But the way it's written over here is right, right, right away you'll see something strange in the way the Torah writes this mitzvah. Because it starts off like this. There's few things here that are strange in this pasuk that we don't find in other places. What are they? Everybody, not like we found in other mitzvot. In other mitzvot, we don't have over here. Everybody has to be spoken to. It's not just. Uh, that you have over here, Daber El Bene Israel, or Vaidaber Moshe El Bene Israel. Over here, the Torah emphasizes El Koladat Bene Israel. We found it in another place, in Mitzvah um, Korban Pesach as well, that it says El Kolaeda. But in other places, we don't find such a thing. So this obviously stands out and emphasizes something that is coming to tell us that is relevant to each and every individual in Klal Israel. It's not for those. And you'll see the mitzvah itself. You'll be surprised because it's, it's, it's something that seems to be for the more elevated, for the muram me'am, for those that are very holy. It says over here, what? Kedoshim to you. person needs to be holy. We'll see what's the definition of a holy. But, as an introduction, the Torah tells us right away, don't think this is a mitzvah for the very righteous. Don't think this is a mitzvah for the those that are learning all day. Don't think this is a mitzvah for those that are extra religious. No, this is for each and every person in Klal Israel. Now, the Torah continues, before we explain the meaning of Kedoshim to you, the Torah continues and says, the, the comparison, which is mind-blowing, since I am Kadosh, I am holy, whatever holy means, we'll see, but since I am, therefore you are 
to be like me, which is very interesting. What's the comparison the Torah makes between Hakadosh Baruch Hu and a human being, flesh and bones? How could you compare one to the other? Kadosh Baruch Hu is Kadosh. What does that have to do with human beings? Human beings are regular people that full of tevot, full of uh, olam azeh. Now you're going to tell me a comparison between a Kadosh Baruch Hu and the people? That screams, uh, screams out a question. What's the comparison over here? But whatever it is, the mitzvah is Kedoshim Tiyu. What does it mean, Kedoshim Tiyu? There's over here Machloket Rashi and Tosfot, very famous. And just to hear that Machloket is worthwhile listening today to this, uh, to this Erev Shabbat Divrei Torah. Rashi tells us over here that the meaning of Kedoshim Tiyu Prushim tiyu. That's what Rashi says. Hevu prushim mina arayot umina avera. It means specifically for not getting involved with arayot. Now, umina avera. Now, according to Rashi, the meaning over here would be that one is not allowed to violate the Torah in the mitzvot of arayot specifically umina avera. But Rashi points out that the Avera seems to be Arayot. We're dealing with Arayot. Arayot, the definition of Arayot is women that are not permitted for a man. Erva is any woman that a man can't marry. That means uh, one's mother, one's sister, one's uh, a, 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 a woman that's married, and so on. All these women that one can't marry, not allowed to marry, are considered arayot. Usually, they are carrying with them the violation of either karet or mitat beddin, if a person violates that issue. Those are arayot. And that's what the Torah points out. So you might say, so what does the Torah need to tell me that? What's the purpose of the Torah telling me that uh, I know already that it's forbidden. I know it's a su. What are you adding over here by Kedoshim to you? And the answer is, since Arayot is there's nothing in the world that a person has a desire for more than Arayot. A person feels an extra desire for the violation of that Avera. He doesn't feel so much desire for doing other Averot. A person that wants to eat shrimp, let's say, he likes the smell, but he can overcome come it very easily. person that goes through, drives through a place that there's a non-kosher uh, restaurant and the smell comes out, and there's a big sign on the, on the door, halal meat, and the smell comes out, unbelievable, delicious. He can, he can overcome that very easily. But when he passes by and he sees something that looks very interesting, in the mitzvot of arayot, that becomes already much harder, and especially if it's put to a nisayon, let's say at work, let's say at other places, that could could easily uh, be violated. Then you come out uh, with the one of the hardest nisayonot of the Torah, and on that the Torah says kedoshim tiu, which means over here is an extra emphasis. It's known that with the Torah wants to emphasize something, so the Torah repeats it, just like we found in the dream of Parot, that he wanted to know why the, the dream was repeated. So Yosef told him, 
כי קרוב הדבר ונכון לעשותו, which means that she says מזומן, it's emphasized that it's for sure going to happen, it's going to happen extremely soon. The things that are emphasized, they're repeated, we spoke about this in Sfirat HaOmer when they were harvesting the Omer, so they were repeating three times everything to emphasize that this is the way it's done and not like the Tzedukim. And many times you find that you repeat things, for instance, in Shalom Aleichem, you repeat three times. Every, th- every time you want to emphasize something, it's repeated. O- even over here, it's emphasized because it's so, so important not to violate the Darisur. And if a person just keeps that, unlike all the other mitzvot of the Torah, which a person doesn't do, it's a nice thing, he did the right thing, and he's a tzaddik for it, but it doesn't elevate him all the way to what is called kedoshim, right? A person that didn't shave with a razor. Not allowed to shave with a razor, he didn't. So what's the, what, what, what does he get for it? Very nice, he'll get rewarded. Does he make him a kadosh? No, it doesn't make him a kadosh. It's a very nice thing. He'll get rewarded. A kadosh who loves him, that's it. But over here, if a person overcomes that is too, Rashi says, it's considered kedoshim to you, and that is worthwhile over here to be said. And Rashi says, shekol makom sh'ata motse gedera erva, ata motse kedusha. Every time the Torah speaks about erva, the person that is able to overcome it is considered kadosh. Isha zona v'chalala lo tikachu, ani Hashem mekadishchem. לא יחלל זרו בעליו, אני השם מקדשו, קדושים יהיו, אישה זונה וחללה. Every time he goes hand in hand, he goes together hand in hand. That is the explanation Rashi tells us to the mitzvah of קדושים יהיו. But that is the explanation of Rashi, and we'll see that the Ramban argues. Rashi again says that there's nothing extra that the Torah asks you. The 613 mitzvot, the Torah asks you, but on one mitzvah, the Torah emphasizes because the Torah knows it's so, so hard to keep it. Just like we found, for instance, that the Torah says, Tzav et Aaron. Rashi says, why do we need to write Tzav et Aaron? What's the, what's the additional Tzav on something that they commended anyway? So Rashi says, that the tzivui is because the chesron kis. Amar Rabbi Shimon, Be'yotera haya tarech ha-katub lezaret b'mokom sh'yesh bo chesron kis. Which means, since there's a loss over here of money, whenever there's a loss of money, people are a little bit hard on their pocket. So the Torah needs to emphasize to make sure that a person does it. We found this in many places. I'm just giving one or two examples. But over here, we see that the Torah elevates a person since it's so hard to keep that mitzvah. This is the explanation Rashi takes. But let's see the explanation that the Ramban explains to us. I want to read inside. This are yesodot in the Torah. So you need to understand it's not a nice word that I'm telling you, a nice perush, something that you didn't hear, you didn't know, nothing else. Over here, this is yesodot the Torah. Every person needs to know that. Rashi, the Ramban argues in Rashi. He says, that the Torah Kohanim, it seems to have a different perush. What's the Lashon in Torah Kohanim? Torah Kohanim, ra'iti perushim tiyu. Which means, what is the definition of kedoshim tiyu? Chachamim explained perushim. 
Parush is somebody that stays away from something, which means you take extra precaution. Not you do what's needed, but you take extra precaution. If a person knows that he might violate something, if he doesn't violate it, it's very nice. Comes to the line and says, no, no, stay away even. Stay away, take what we call make a fence or something like that. So let's see how it goes and plays around over here. He says, this is the words of the Ramban. He argues on Rashi, on this Perush. Rather, it's talking about Prishut. Not from the Arayot, but rather, it's a different kind of Prishut, which means from things that are permitted. Some things the Ramban explains are permitted, a person, although it's permitted, should not overdo things, which means, For instance, the Torah says one is allowed, one is not allowed to be with arayot asurot. Forbidden food, forbidden women. Okay, good. But the Torah says one is allowed to be with his wife. One is allowed to eat meat and drink wine, no question, one is allowed. Which means, although things, those things are permitted, so therefore a person would say, let's party, drink all day, eat meat all day, just have party, all, if a person can afford it, why not? Let's say you have enough money saved. So now, you have nothing to do. Let's just party. Party day and night. Finished. Why, why do I need to waste my life doing things, other things? Let's just enjoy time. Says the Torah, no. That is what the Torah comes to commend you, although you're not violating it. Everything is kosher. You're buying bet yourself meat. You're buying wine with the best shell. No question in it. Everything is cooked with Bishul Israel. All the things are 100% kosher, violating nothing. You're going to prayer time. You're coming back. There's nothing wrong. Says the Torah, that's not how a Jew lives. A Jew does not live such way that a Hashverosh lives. And there are people in the world that live like that. They live to have fun. They live, it's a fun life. Which means you can say whatever you want from your mouth. No, one is not allowed, said the Ramban, to just talk whatever he wants. The mouth has to be kept holy. Although the Torah does not say it's a sur, there's no place in the Torah that tells you, don't eat all day meat, drink all day wine, and be all day with a woman that's permitted to you. Although it's not written that it's a sur, there's something called, this where this Ramban presents to us such a, such a concept, Naval Birshut HaTorah, which means you're not violating the Torah. You're doing everything that's permitted. But when you do everything that's permitted in a way that's constant, and you live a life of just pleasure, that's called Naval, Birshut HaTorah. Not violating the Torah, but you're a Naval. 
you menuval. I don't know how even to translate this in English. It's menuval. It's a corrupted, but without doing, without violating anything. Since the Torah, in length, in the last parashiot, told us all these surim that the Torah says that are upon a person, whether it's food, which women's are so, and the Torah tells us what is permitted. The Torah comes to say that although those things are permitted to you, take just limited amount. Don't use, don't just do things overly. Whatever is needed. You need to drink wine, that's fine. But don't overdo it. You see, Nazir doesn't drink wine, it's called Kadosh. When the Torah says Kadoshim to you, means you don't need to be a Nazir. But at least be Kadosh, which means Parush. Stay away from drinking. Some people drink all day. It's called alcoholic. So a person that, uh, that's such a person is... It's, some people are, are addicted. That's a different question. We're not dealing with addiction now. But if he's doing it for fun, that's wrong. You can't just drink wine and liquor just every night, have some cups. No. It's done for Shabbat. It's done for Yom Tov. It's done for certain times. But you can't live drinking. Persons should not be constantly himself, same thing with the food. Some people just have every day gourmet meals. And in the morning, they'll have the best breakfast. In the afternoon, they'll have good food. There's no sandwich with, uh, with cream cheese. That doesn't exist by them. It has to be something that's delicious at night, every night. Why not? They have the money. They have the means. They have uh, people working for him that could cook it. He doesn't have to bother his wife. Or he can order from a restaurant every day. He orders from a restaurant. He has every day a gourmet meal. Can he do that? Says the Ramban, that is the meaning of Kedoshim to you. Don't live a pleasure life, a life of pleasure. One is allowed to have pleasure. Pleasure is permitted in the Torah. One is allowed to enjoy life, but... There's a limit to everything and how you should derive your pleasure. Your pleasure mainly should be derived from keeping the Torah, learning the Torah, raising your kids in the ways of the Torah. That itself, the nachat, the pleasure of learning, the enjoyment that you have from the fulfillment of understanding Torah, from praying good. There's different ways. And you can also... Uh, have good food. Nobody says you shouldn't have good food. You can also have a cup of wine if you need once in a while. That's not what's called Kedoshim. That's not a violation of Kedoshim to you. person is allowed to be with his wife when needed. But that's not a violation of Kedoshim to you. Kedoshim to you would be violated if a person lives a life of pleasure. Actually, there's another pasuk in the Torah that refers to that, and that is The Chazal explained now what it means, all the Rishonim, almost all the Rishonim explain, it means that a person should not live a life constantly of te'avot olam hazeh. And that is uh, exactly what we're saying over here. 
one should not live such a life of תאוות העולם הזה. באלו וכיוצא בהם באה המצווה הזאת הכללית, אחרי שפירט כל העבירות שהן אסורות לגמרי, עד שייכנס בכלל זאת הצוואה הנקיות בידיו ובגופו. This after the Torah specifically explained to us all the מצוות of the Torah, there's something that's left for those that we think that as long as you're not violating anything, you have, always have those lawyers that will tell you, accountants, whatever it is, that will tell you how you can get away with things. Like if you, if you do like this and like that, you don't have to pay taxes. But over here, the Torah said, you could have done the same thing with the Torah. Just go with me between the fine lines of what's mutar and, and what's asur, and where's the gray area, and let it go. And over here, you'll be permitted to do whatever you want. Comes the Elokim to you and tells you, no, don't do that. That is not the correct thing to do. What we would call today the spirit of the law, which means sometimes the law would not tell you something, it's a soul. So you say, okay, since I didn't find it any place in the law, in the book of law, I didn't find it. So therefore, I'm going to do it. Yeah, but there's something also called spirit of the law. Doing such a thing, is violating the spirit of the law. You're not violating the law, you're violating the spirit of the law. And this is what the Torah says over here, that some things you can't, the Ramban explains that there's some things that you can't really commend. Why? Because Kedushim to you, this explains also in the Silat Shishorim, other places, some things are left for the in- individual. You have to know what, can, what you can do and what you can't do. Torah can tell you, the mitzvot of the Torah, what you're not allowed to do. And now the Torah tells you, work on yourself. Get better and do things better. That means that sometimes a person himself knows that over here he can do a little bit better. Over there he can do a little bit better. Each person knows his strength, and if you're not sure about your strength, you can try to absorb your, your strength, or you can speak to somebody that understands in the area, you can speak to a rabbi, whatever it is, that you can come up to understand where is it that I could try to conquer a little bit more, be a little bit better. But that is something that's called the gray area already, because this is something that every person is different. Some people can do more, some people can do less. Some people... Um, need things more, and some people need things less. And because of that, the Torah doesn't openly express the Isu. Rather, it says, Kedoshim to you, try to elevate yourself as much as you can. But this is something that for the entire Kalal Israel, as we explained before, one should not do this as something voluntarily, but rather once you do it, you understand that this is the spirit of the law. This is what the Torah wants you to do. This is what the Ratzon HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And because of that, says Rabbeinu Bechayet, listen to this, that Kedoshim Tiyu, Zu Kedushat HaMachshava. Rabbeinu Bechayet is also a very, very important Trishon. And he says that what does it mean Kedoshim Tiyu? Not like Rashi, not like the Ramban. Again, Rashi said it means keep Arayot, keep the law. Kedoshim to you, but specifically the laws of Arayot, because it's so hard, comes the Ramban and says, no, it means to do over the law. Do the spirit of the law. Comes the Ramban and says, Kedoshim to you, zu kedushat 
which means some things are in the mind and nobody knows what you're thinking. Only you are thinking those things. Comes the Torah and says that a Kadosh who knows what's in the mind as well. And he wants us to elevate our mind to be holy as well, which means there are some things that you do with acts. Some violation, you act on them. Some violation, you talk. And some violation, you think. The Benishchai Kadosh writes in one of the Hakdamot that the mind is in much higher place than any other, any other things that you'll do, whether it is emase or dibur. Why is that? He explains that the mind is something that is so elevated that if you violate the Torah with an act, you do an act of violation. So what happens is you made the violation, you could do tshuva, it's gone, that's it. It, it, it doesn't stay. Dibur is more elevated, it's more spiritual. But the mind is completely spiritual, and it's like a recording machine, which means if you think about a certain violation of the Torah, you think something that you're not allowed to think, so now it's recorded, and it's in memory forever. It's a memory stick that you have in mind, and you can't just push the delete button. There's no delete button on this memory stick. So now a person, whatever he thinks, goes with him forever and ever, in this life and next life. Because of that, it's so much more elevated and so much more dangerous to violate something in the mind than in an act. And this is something that Chazal tells us, that the, 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 the ma'asim are not as, uh, as dangerous, as fatal as a person's mind. Although the Torah... Uh, Bet Din would punish a person only for his actions. If it was Mechalel Shabbat, he's getting punished. If he's in, in his mind, he's, he thought something that he's not allowed to do on Shabbat, he's not going to get punished for it. If a person thought of doing a Isur with a woman that is not allowed, he's not getting punished for it in Bet Din. If he did, he gets punished. Why? Because Bet Din cannot know what's in your mind. They can only charge you for things that you did. That's the only thing that a person could do. But in reality, the damage, the harm a person does in his mind is greater. Because of that, says Rabbeinu B'chai, Kedoshim t'yuzo k'dushat ha-machshava, k'inan sh'amu l'olam ikadash adam atzmo b'shat ha-shmish, l'fi z'shlemut ha-kedusha l'zer yisrael t'ruya b'yitzirayim. Since the main thing in the, for instance, the t'shmish that he gives an example, would be in the mind one needs to be very careful when it comes to that inyan of the mind. Second perush, actually, that's the first perush. That we just read the second perush. The first perush in the Rabbeinu B'chai, he says, Kedoshim tiyu al derech hafshat lashon kedushahu inyan prishut vehevdel. Just like the Ramban explained from the Torah Kohanim. But what does it mean? Ha-parashah azot azara lechol Yisrael shu prushim gdurim v'midoteihem. Which means it's something new that he presents to us over here. So we have over here few perushim of how to understand. The, the perush of the Ramban is usually used in the Sfarim much more than others. And I, I said in the beginning that we see that this mitzvah of Kedoshim Tiyu is not 
are listed in one of the mitzvot of the Torah, in the Tariag mitzvot, in the mitzvot, in Minyan mitzvot of the Rambam, in Sefer Achinuch, and others. Why not? Because again, that is the explanation. It's not like a certain mitzvah, just like any other mitzvah, that you can pinpoint and say, what is the mitzvah? Over here, the mitzvah is more clearly. It's overall reflection on the entire Torah. When you are com- uh, coming to keep the Torah, make sure that there's always in the back of your mind that I have to be even better. Try to do better. Not allowed to do different. In other words, if a person decides that I see that there's a mitzvot in the Torah, I want to do extra. Sometimes he might violate lotosifu. He says in the Torah, lotosifu velotigreu mimeno. Not allowed to add things because the Torah, as the Rishonim explained, is shalem, is full. It doesn't, it doesn't have any blemish. It doesn't need any, any editing or any additions to it. And therefore, one is not allowed to do that. But over here it says that on the violations of the Torah, where you know already what is permitted and what's not permitted, and the Ramban explains that there are in every thing like that that we're talking about, some things that would be permitted and some not, like food, for instance, some food is permitted, some not. So even on the things that are permitted, the Torah would want you not to overdo it. And we saw over here different perushim, but again I'm pointing out that the perush of the Ramban is the most accepted perush. In Klal Israel, although it's not brought down the halacha, because there's no halacha like that, although it's brought down such a thing in uh, the Shulchan Aruch Siman Kuflamid Aleph, that the Shulchan Aruch speaks about how a person should overall behave. But um, I, I want to explain again that this is what the Torah ends up and says, Tikadosh Ani Hashem Elokechem. What's the connection? Tikadosh Ani Hashem Elokechem. Because since HaKadosh Buhu is so elevated, and we have to try to compare to him, so we know that we have to play with the not only by the rules, but also with the spirit of the rules, spirit of the law. And this is how the Torah starts Parashat Kedoshim, and in the end, it's so interesting, in the end of Parashat Kedoshim, all the way in the end it says, V'item li Kedoshim, ki Kadosh ani Hashem, v'avdil etchem min ha'amim liot li. This Kedusha is a separation. If you are like me, Kadoshani, again, the Torah emphasizes, I want you to do this, those things because I am Kadosh, I am different, I'm not like the other gods, I need you to be different. And if you do that, you'll be different than others, and I will separate you and save you. As Chazal says, He's a protection plan from our parasha. Beautiful parasha, beautiful understanding that reflects on the entire Torah Kula. I hope this was something that each and every person can take home and apply it to himself and speak about it also to the family as well on the Shabbat table. Shabbat Shalom Vorach to all my good friends. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom.
You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.